It is time for A Train Sports Talk Podcast Football Wrap Up. That's right, bringing you scores from the previous week. High school scores across the state of Kansas, college football scores and highlights, and the NFL. All right here on the A Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, your favorite conductor, Anthony Smith. So get ready for the football wrap up show. Right here on the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and your favorite conductor, Anthony Smith. train sports talk podcast with your host and conductor anthony smith grab your tickets get on board and enjoy the ride it's the a train sports talk podcast all aboard say is prior to October the 15th it was kind of hectic because I was getting ready to say I do October the 15th I said I do and now I'm basically now getting my feet back on the ground as I'm acclimated to a new job and learning the ropes so it's been a whirlwind but I am going to try best give you a good show yes it is the football wrap-up sorry no high school scores because we are in the playoffs i will try to bring it to you as i try to get back on the schedule probably next monday or tuesday yes i am a newlywed so after we said i do then that monday on the 17th we took out and went to vegas and enjoyed each other and enjoyed the sights of Vegas. So I hope you miss me just as much as I missed you, but I'm back in the saddle, but I am a newlywed and couldn't be happier. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, young lady I married, her name is, she now has my last name. Formerly Linda Hayes, now Linda Smith. So anyway, we do have football wrap up for you, but we're omitting at least this week, high school scores. And we're basically going to dive in to some college action dating back to starting last Thursday as we will look at the college football top 25. And we may look into some NFL, so if time permits. But let's go ahead and get you caught up on some action. Barnes turns and gives again to Jackson, to the five, to the two, stays on his feet, pushes to the end zone. Is he in? He is. It's a touchdown. Jaquinton Jackson breaks the plane and into the end zone for a Utah touchdown. What a run by the quarterback turned running back for Utah. Yeah, that's got to feel really exciting for Jaquinton Jackson. So, yes, those were highlights last Thursday, October 27th. Highlights from number 14, Utah against Washington State, a game in which Utah was in for a dogfight as they came away with that, winning that game by the score of 21 to 
17. The next game that was on the slate, also on that Thursday, was North Carolina State taking on Virginia Tech. And how'd that game turn out? Well, let's find out. Slipstream, Thayer, Thomas, end zone. Wolfpack take the lead. However, and here it is off the screen. They got a blitz look right there. And when they say the So those were highlights. Okay, got some applause action. I bet they like the highlight from Virginia Tech versus NC State, a game in which NC State squeaked out that victory by one point, winning that game by the score of 22 to 21. That was 24th ranked North Carolina State, the Wolfpack, prevailing by one over Virginia Tech. Then we move ahead to Friday's or Saturday's game, this past Saturday, October the 29th. Someone in Georgia had a big lead. Then Florida put up some resistance, closed the gap to like eight, and then Georgia put the Ackerburners on as they ran away. Number one, Georgia pulls away late, wins the cocktail party by the score of 42-20. Stetson Bennett, quarterback for UGA. 19 of 38 for 316 yards, two touchdowns. Top rusher was D. Edwards, running back, Georgia, 12 carries, 106 yards, two touchdowns. And the leading receiver was B. Bowers, tight end for Georgia, five receptions, 154 yards, and one touchdown. Now we move to the Big Ten, where we see Ohio State going up against Penn State. Right, number two ranked Buckeyes went up against number 13th ranked Penn State. In this- and we will try to pull up audio from that. As the game has some very interesting intrigue to it, Penn State appeared to be in the game for a little bit. But somewhere along the way, Ohio State became Ohio State. So we're just going to take a listen and see how things turned out in that game. It's number two, Ohio State, traveling in Happy Valley to take on 13th ranked Penn State. Trailing by a field goal. Clifford, quick toss left side. They both batted in the air, and it's intercepted and grabbed. Zach Harrison comes down with it inside the Penn State 40 as the ball was deflected in the air, and Zach Harrison comes up with it after Jalen Tui Mulawau had knocked it into the air. Six straight games, the Buckeyes come up with an interception. That was a big one there. Buckeyes just brought four guys. Jalen Tulimola put his hand up, was able to tip it. It bounced around again, and then Zach Harrison was able to corral it, bring it in. And- trailing by a field goal. Clifford back to throw from his 35. Zips it up the left side, and it's intercepted by Jalen Tulimolowell. Comes up with it at the Penn State 40-yard line as the defensive end jumped in front of the intended receiver and gives Ohio State their second turnover of the game. That's two picks now for Sean Clifford. And four Penn State from their own 31. Clifford to throw. Clifford has a knocked out of his hands, and falling on it is one of the Ohio State players, and it's Tulimolowell again. Jalen Tui Molowau has been a demon on defense. He comes up with his second turnover. Ruling on the field is a fumble recovered by Ohio State. And the Buckeyes will have the ball in plus territory. Gets the snap out of the shotgun and screens it out on the right side. Oh! Intercepted Tui Molowau will walk into the end zone with a pick six. Jalen Tui Molowau. What a day he is having as he intercepts Sean Clifford's pass and runs it into the end zone. Jalen Tuimolowau for a defensive touchdown to make it 43-24 Ohio State. Wow. Remember that name, Jason Tuimolowau. I heard it enough, so I should be able to say that name. Now, whether I'll be able to say that name again in the future remains to be seen. That's all you heard on those highlights was Jason Tuimolowau. Fumble recovery. Two 
three interceptions. One was a pick six. I'm pretty sure he is defensive player of the week in the Big Ten, hands down. However, Sean Clifford, quarterback for Penn State, 32 of 47, 371 yards, three touchdowns, three picks, and a fumble. Top rusher, T. Henderson, running back, Ohio State, 16 carries, 78 yards, two touchdowns. Top receiver, M. Harris, Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver, Ohio State University, 10 receptions, 185 yards. Moving on through the top 25. Number 19, Kentucky, sterilely humbled by number three, Tennessee. And don't look now, but Tennessee is 8-0, 4-0 in the SEC after throttling the Kentucky Wildcats. How to score? 44-6. And in a game that has some controversy, not so much on the field, but in the locker room area. And yes, there have been some player suspensions. And some apologies given out. Old Sparty traveled into Ann Arbor, Michigan, to take on their in-state rival, the Michigan Wolverines. From Berenger. Oh, boy. Hey. And trouble with the snap, and he's down inside the 10. And this ball is sailing over his head. Wow. Yeah, they were concerned. Mel Tucker mentioned it during the week. You know, not just about the accuracy, but the speed of it getting yep. back there, too. And even though the accuracy was the biggest issue, they were kind of floated back, too, in their time. Well, there's still more time they could take off. They snap to the 12. Parham has the touchdown. They field it, and Michigan capitalizes. Power running, and Blake Corum does what he does as well. Gets it. So, yes, those were highlights. Blake Corum on the run into the end zone as Michigan prevails. Number four, Michigan. Keep their season streak unbeaten. 8 0, 5 0 in the Big Ten, knocking off the interstate rival Michigan State by the score 29 7. Moving right along to the Big 12. Number seven, TCU, traveled in to Morgantown, West Virginia to take on the Mountaineers. question is, was TCU able to maintain their unbeaten streak and be in the running for a football playoff berth? There's the snap. Duggan, he's just going to hoist it down the sideline one-on-one, and it's caught! Touchdown! There's a flag thrown at the line of scrimmage to Savion Williams. Have an icing on the cake touchdown. Or is this coming back as a flag was thrown at the 30-yard line? As they jumped in the neutral zone, gave TCU a free play. And they took advantage. Savion Williams ices the game. The experienced quarterback, Max Duggan, hard count. How about the throw? Put it up there. Give your receiver a chance. Savion Williams, all six foot five of them up in the air. Watch how he high points his ball. This is the definition of it. Push the corner by, go up, 6'5", extend it with the hands. It's about 10 feet tall going up there and grabbing it. What a job by this TCU offense. And there you have it as TCU prevails. Knocking off West Virginia by the score of 41-31. to Tell you what I am going to do right here. I am going to pause and take a break. And when I come back, I will give you some more of football wrap up as we run down the top 25 in college football. 
Don't you dare go nowhere. This is yours truly, Anthony Smith, A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Glad to be back with you again. It's time for us all to grow together. So, if you would like to have your ad ran on the A-Train Sports Talk podcast, simply reach out to me at a.trainsportstalk at gmail.com or at 316-553-2010. Or, if you would like to sponsor a segment, you can also reach me at a.trainsportstalk at gmail.com or 316-553-2010. So let's grow together. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Mr. Max Market, formerly known as P&P, is fully stocked for all your grocery needs. We carry the largest selection of hot links in Wichita, including the world-famous Oklahoma links from Mountain View and Rogers, Kansas links from Yoder, Colorado links from Gold Star as well as national brands such as Siegel and Dietz. Our meat department stocks ribs, pork butts, pork chops, brisket, hams, chicken, hamburger meat, oxtails, buffalo fish, whole catfish and fillets, and much more. In season, we stock hard-to-find produce such as red, yellow, orange, and purple meat watermelon, cantaloupe, melons, tomatoes, corn, greens, okra, and more. We have a huge selection of fish fry, seasonings, sauces, and rubs including the full lines of Louisiana and Slap Ya Mama products. In addition, we have all grocery staples including flour, sugar, bread, butter, cheese, snacks, milk, and goods, candy, snacks, and drinks. This is Tracy, host of the Moonstar Podcast, and you are listening to A-Train. Buckle up, baby, and enjoy the ride. Woo! Welcome back to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. We look to bring you scores and, to some extent, highlights from the past week's games. Coming to you all the way from the Air Capital, 6A, also known as Wichita, Kansas, where we're reporting from. We have some more college scores to give you as we run down the top 25. So without further ado, let's just get on right back into this as we take a look at number eight, Oregon Ducks and their 1,500 different uniform schemes as they took on the California Golden Bears. And let's see just how did they fare in their game going on the road in what some would say is usually hostile territory. California Golden Bears.
And basically what you got on that was highlights with no audio. And what I can't tell you, it was Noah Whittingham cuts through traffic for a touchdown pass that he received, slicing through the California Golden Bears defense as the Oregon Ducks, ranked number eight, pretty much cruised past the California Golden Bears to improve their record to 7-1, 5-0 in the Pac-12, trying to punch their ticket for a playoff berth as they handled the came the Bears by the score of 42-24. As Bo Nix led the way with his passing with 27-35, 412 yards, three touchdowns. And, of course, running back Noah Whitting, Whittington, running back Morgan, 10 carries, 66 yards, and he caught a few passes as well, too. And the top receiver was Jay Hunter, wide receiver California, five receptions, 96 yards. Now we move on to a game that I don't think nobody seen this coming. You could have told me that this would happen at the beginning of the season, that this game would turn out like this, and especially the way Oklahoma State pretty much has been playing pretty much throughout the season outside of losing to TCU, which I think everybody's losing to TCU this year. But Oklahoma State traveled into the Little Apple known as Manhattan, Kansas. And let's just say Kansas State was not in the mood to be a gracious host. Kansas State has the knack for playing their best games against any school in the state of Oklahoma. And this past Saturday proved no here we go with the highlights. That was a Deuce Vaughn touchdown right there. That run right there by Deuce Vaughn was for a gain of 62 yards in a route of Oklahoma State. What was that route? How about the score was 48-0. So how does things shape up in the Big 12 right now? Well, as it would stand, number 22, Kansas State, improves their record 6-2 overall. More importantly, 4-1 in the Big 12. Oklahoma State, on the other hand, their record, 6-2 overall, but they dropped 3-2 and two in the Big 12 standing. And I'm pretty sure that number 9 ranking is going to plummet big time as K-State 22 ranking will probably rise. So who are the leaders in that game? Will Howard, quarterback, Kansas State, 21 of 37 for 296 yards, four touchdowns. Deuce Vaughn, running back, Kansas State. 22 carries, 158 yards, one touchdown. Receiver M. Knowles, wide receiver, Kansas State, eight receptions, 113 yards. Kansas State pretty much just dominated this game. They basically just forced their will on Oklahoma State, and there was nothing Oklahoma State could do about it. In other games, number 10, can you believe we're saying this? Number 10, Wake Forest. Traveled to Louisville or Louisville, however you want to say it. But they're six and two. Well, with going into the game with their six and one record, traveling to play Louisville Park. And how did that turn out for Louisville? Or better yet, maybe I should say, how did that turn out for the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest? We shall find out right about now. Brian Brown 
The defensive coordinator. That ball was picked off down the sideline. Touchdown for Trey Clark. The third quarter goes to Clark. Yeah, this is just a really great job by Clark. Staying right on top of his receiver, triggering down, activating those legs, jumping the pass there, and then he does the rest to have the awareness to tiptoe on the sideline. As you see, right when Sam's winding up to throw, he breaks. He's almost running the route for AT there. Gets his hand on the football. He knows what to do after he gets it. Lobel's ninth in the nation with 16 turnovers gained. So, once again, pick six. Kytrell Clark brings the interception all the way to the house. As Louisville was not a gracious host, as they knocked off number 10, Wake Forest, by the score of 48-21. Then we move on to number 10, USC, which I am now sure they will probably rise in the rankings. As USC traveled to Arizona to take on the Arizona Wildcats, dare I not say Desert Swarm because the Desert Swarm defense has not been swarming as of Lord knows how long. But USC traveled into Arizona to take on those Wildcats. Arizona. I'm pretty sure one Fox Sports radio personnel, Arnie Spanier, is probably having an upset stomach and is probably eating Tums like candy and drinking Pepto-Bismol because the only one that Coke is the only one you need. Okay, I guess that was a cheap plug for Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> anyway, let's see how things turned out. And what you heard, there were highlights, 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 mainly all from USC. I, what I can tell you on some of those highlights, the majority of those scores were in the red zone within 
10 yards of the goal line. And how USC executed beyond my norm. But they have a good package in the red zone. If I didn't know any better, I would say they would have to be one of the top red zone scoring teams in the nation based on what I saw of those highlights. But the game really wasn't in doubt until later in the fourth quarter as the score would indicate that USC was in for a fight. But they, however, they improved to 7-1, 5-1 in the Pac-12 as they held on to knock off Arizona 45-37. Someone else that's making noise in the Pac-12, team that happens to be in the same state, a team that's happening to going to be packing up and leaving the conference along with the aforementioned team, and they're both going to the Big Ten, you play as number 12 UCLA took on the Stanford Cardinal. What has happened to Stanford over the last few years? They have not been the team that we've known them to be in years past. Another fourth down. He may get it again here. Charbonnet. Screens, the ability to get up the field, the lateral agility for kind of like Arian Foster. Remember Arian Foster with the Houston Texans? He's got a little bit of that, but he's skiing downhill, but he's not slowing down. And then you saw the contact balance to get through, and then the the burst to just run away. I mean, he's got a little bit of everything. I'm not saying he's going to be an elite NFL player. I think he's going to be a backup early in his career. Those were highlights from UCLA against Stanford as they rolled, knocking off Stanford by the score of 38-13. So they improved to 7-1, 4-1 and one in the Pac-12. And don't laugh, but it now appears that the Pac-12 is trying to become relevant. But maybe too little too late. As I said, two of their teams are voting for the big team. But unlike those teams in the Big 12, namely OU and Texas, at least USC and UCLA is putting on a good show before they leave. Whereas OU and Texas are basically being shown the door as they get ready to leave. Once again, UCLA, 12th rank, 38, Stanford, 13. Moving right along, the 15 old Miss improves to 8-1. overall as they squeak past Texas A&M. And what is going on with Jimbo Fisher? How long is his leash or how short is his leash? Anyway, Ole Miss goes in to the home of the 12th man and come away with a 31-28 victory. Notre Dame improves to 5-3 as they upset number 16th ranked Syracuse beating them 41 to 24. And the 17th ranked Illinois fighting Illini improves to 71, 4 and 1 in the Big Ten as they knocked off how the mighty have fallen over the past years. As they've knocked off the Little Red Nebraska Cornhuskers by the score of 26 to 9. Quietly, as it's kept, but they will probably drop out of the rankings because it doesn't take much for a team of this magnitude to drop from the rankings. As number 20, Cincinnati went in to play Gus Malzone's UCF Golden Knights. And the Golden Knights improved to 6-2, 3-1 in the American, while handing Cincinnati their first defeat in the American in over a year, if not two years, beating them by the score. 25 to 21, knocking them to 6 and 2, 3 and 1 in the American. Moving right along. Number 21, North Carolina improves to 7 and 1, 4 and 0 in the ACC as they knocked off them. As they knocked off Pittsburgh Panthers 
beat them by the score, 42 to 24. 20, and in an upset, that's right, an upset. Missouri improves to four and four, two and three in the SEC as they upset the number 25 South Carolina Gamecocks, dropping them to five and three, two and three in the SEC, beating them by the score of 23 to 10. So there you have the top 25 rundown. And what I am going to do now is I'm going to take another break. When I come back, I am going to give you top 25. AP, I believe, and the coaches poll. So stay tuned. Don't you go nowhere. The train is still building up ahead of steam. Once again, glad to be back with you. Your host of the A Train Sports Talk Podcast, Anthony Smith. Mr. Max Market, formerly known as P&P, is fully stocked for all your grocery needs. We carry the largest selection of hot links in Wichita, including the world-famous Oklahoma links from Mountain View and Rogers, Kansas links from Yoder, Colorado links from Gold Star as well as national brands such as Siegel and Dietz. Our meat department stocks ribs, pork butts, pork chops, brisket, hams, chicken, hamburger meat, oxtails, buffalo fish, whole catfish and fillets, and much more. In season, we stock hard-to-find produce such as red, yellow, orange, and purple meat watermelon, cantaloupe, melons, tomatoes, corn, greens, okra, and more. We have a huge selection of fish fry, seasonings, sauces, and rubs including the full lines of Louisiana and Slap Ya Mama products. In addition, we have all grocery staples including flour, sugar, bread, butter, cheese, snacks, milk, and goods, candy, snacks, and drinks. the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Grab your tickets, get on board, and enjoy the ride. It's the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. All aboard! Welcome back to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. I just can't tell you how elated I am to be back with you guys. And I know you, you probably miss me and wondering, what is he doing? Like I say, married life. It changes things. That's a good thing. I mean, let me just put things into perspective. Uh, if I get a little bit off kilter, uh, I seem very emotional then maybe you will understand why I'm taking the time to do this because you know when you when you look at how life the hands that life deals you sometimes you you wonder when things will ever turn around for you in your favor and you know you trying to keep your faith you know you're in church every Sunday and you're hearing the sermons and all the messages and every now and then that doubt creeps in and you know, just to put things into perspective so I don't go on such a long rant. And there will probably be, be some people that hear this that I probably don't want to hear this. But, I mean, it's one of those things. I saw we grew up in church saying this. I'm, I'm going there right now. It says, I said I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I couldn't keep it to myself. Uh, I had a chance to see something I thought I'd never see, first of all. 
back in April, I believe it was, my daughter shocked me, showed up. I didn't know she was in town. And come to find out, she had already been in town at least three weeks prior. So now we move fast forward. Because uh, when she showed up, I got to see my granddaughter, only granddaughter I have. And I mean, she was just a little fuss box crying. Of course, even babies can sense they're in a different environment. So since then, me and my little granddaughter, we have bonded. I got pictures of her on TikTok. You need to see it because that was an epic video. But if you would have told me that I would be seeing my daughter and one of my grandchildren at my wedding, I wouldn't have believed you because of how things were. So, you know, that's just another emotional moment that I'm grateful for that it happened. Um, my grandson, my oldest one, he's playing football. And I also have another daughter. She's not biological, but, you know, that bond has been rekindled. So her son is playing. So technically, I'll say it like this. I have two grandsons playing football. The year was kind of rough, but I had a chance to see them play. And, you know, I know you guys are wondering, what about your coaches? Corner, blah, blah. Hey, eventually that will come. But let me just get my feet running on the ground. Like I say, the stars couldn't have lined up no better for me, you know, even on financial terms where I was able to enjoy my wedding and to be able to go to Las Vegas, enjoy the honeymoon. I mean, I couldn't have asked for it. You couldn't have scripted this no better. So I am just elated. You know, my daughter's here, my some of my grandchildren here. And, I, and I'm going to let y'all know this right now. I won't be satisfied until we have to do what we need to do get the other grandchildren here as well too but that's my rant now i'm let me get back to sports talk but i hope you guys can understand just how happy i really am right about now uh working a new job yes i did well i was on the job for nine and a half years and what i thought was a better opportunity financially it came through as i was a courier for a company called omnicare which is a cvs company and we delivered medications long-term care facilities but you know happy wife happy life so now i'm working for a company called catch where we deal with adults with disabilities and job is actually kind of rewarding so so much for that like i say i'm in a i'm personally in a better place than i ever thought i would be and couldn't be happy to be married you know people have asked me about my first one i said the first one was a lesson learned this second is a blessing earned. So now that I got all the, they say, housekeeping out the way, let's get back to some more football talk. As I am going to conclude this segment, we're going to look at the college football playoff rankings as well as the AP Top 25. Basically, what I'm going to do first, normally I would give you the college football playoff rankings first. I'm going to give you the AP Top 25 first. And then I will come back to the one that matters the most because at the end of the day, this is what they're going to go off of is the college football playoff rankings. So the AP top 25 looks like this. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Tennessee. Number three, Ohio State. Number four, Michigan. Number five, Clemson. Number six, Alabama. Number seven, TCU. Number eight, Oregon. Number nine, USC. Number 10, UCLA. Number 11, Ole Miss. Number 12, Utah. Climbing way up now, as expected. Number 13, Kansas State. Number 14, Illinois. Number 15, quietly creeping on up, Ed Orgeron. Not Ed Orgeron. Brian Kelly and his LSU Tigers. Coming in at number 15. Number 16, Penn State. Number 17, North Carolina. Number 18, Oklahoma State. Dropping nine spots after their throttling at the hands of Kansas State. Number 19, Tulane. Number 20. And if you go back now, 71, Tulane from the, yes, AAC, American Athletic Conference. Beat Kansas State earlier in the year. Well, maybe that loss wasn't such a bad loss for Kansas State now after all. 
coming in number 20 dropping 10 spots number 20 wake forest number 21 north carolina state and they actually climbed three spots dropping six spots number 22 syracuse and climbing into the rankings we have number 23 liberty seven and one number 24 Oregon State climbing into the rankings at six and two, and also climbing to the rankings after not being ranked after beating Cincinnati. Twenty-five UCF. So now we go to the college football playoff rankings, the one that matters the most. Come in at number one. The committee has Tennessee at number one. Coming at number two, Ohio State. Number three, Georgia. Number four, Clemson. Number five, Michigan. Number six, Alabama. Number seven, TCU. Number eight, Oregon. Number nine, USC. Number 10, wow, LSU. Number 11, Ole Miss. Number 12, UCLA. Number 13 in both polls, Kansas State. Number 14, Utah. Number 15, Penn State. Number 16, Illinois. Number 17, North Carolina. Number 18, Oklahoma State. Number 19, Tulane. Number 20, U.S. Oh, not U.S.C. Syracuse. Number 21, Wake Forest. Number 22, North Carolina State. Number 23, Oregon State. Number 24, Texas. And coming at number 25, also in both polls, UCF Golden Knights. As a little bonus, what I'm also going to do is I'm going to give you the FCS rankings because there are some teams noteworthy that are steady climbing in the rankings. This is the FCS coaches poll. Well, before I do that, I'm going to give you the AFCA coaches poll from the power school. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Tennessee. Number four, Michigan. Number five, Clemson. Number six, Alabama. Number seven, TCU. Number eight, Oregon. Number nine, USC. Number 10, Ole Miss. Number 11, UCLA. Number 12, Utah. Number 13, Illinois. Number 14, Kansas State. Number 15, North Carolina. Number 16, Penn State. Number 17, LSU. Number 18, Oklahoma State. Number 19, Wake Forest. Number 20, North Carolina State. Number 21, Tulane. Number 22, Syracuse. Number 23, Liberty. Number 24, Kentucky. And also holding that 25 spot down in all three polls is University of Central Florida. Now, I'm going to also give you the FCS. And the reason I'm giving you the FCS because there is definitely a team in here to keep your eye on as they're just dominating going through their season. Starting out with number one ranked South Dakota State, perennial power. At eight and one, number two Montana State at seven and one. Number three Sacramento State eight and zero. Oh. Number four North Dakota State six and two. Getting their just due, and hopefully they can still move up the rankings eventually to that top spot. Get to play for that championship at the FCS level. Number five, coached by Coach Prime Deion Sanders, Jackson State at eight and zero. Oh. Number six, 71, Weaver State. Number seven at 8-0, Holy Cross. Number eight, Incarnate Word at 8-1. Number nine, William and Mary at 7-1. Number 10, Samford at 7-1. Number 11, Mercer at 7-2. Number 12, Chattanooga at 6-2. Number 13, Montana at 5-3. Number 40, those creepy crawly even had a day Yesterday, those creepy crawly spiders from Richmond coming in at number 14, the 6-2 record. 
Number 15, University of Tennessee Martin at 5 and 3. Number 16, Delaware at 6 and 2. Number 17, highly educated. They're playing some good football this year at 7 and 0, Princeton. Coming in at number 18 with a 6 and 2 record, Fordham. Number 19, Furman at 7 and 2. Number 20, Southeast Missouri State at 6 and 2. Number 21, New Hampshire at 6 and 2. Number 22, Rhode Island with a 5-3 record. At 23, with the 6-3 record, Elon. Coming in at number 24, Idaho at 5-3. And, and rounding out the top 25, St. Thomas, Minnesota at 7-1. So this has been the, the football wrap, the college version. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and bring this train into the station. However, I hope you have enjoyed today's podcast as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. I will be back tomorrow, hopefully, as I will attempt to bring you NFL games from this past Sunday and get you ready for Thursday's game too. But once again, glad to be back with you. Hope you enjoyed today's where you may be listening from. Until next time. Take care of yourself and each other. Be blessed. Your host and favorite conductor, number one podcast in all the state of Kansas, yours truly, Anthony Smith. Thank you.